Hey, business owners, this is Rashad Brown with SwipeFast, located in Columbia, South Carolina. We are excited to be partnering with Jesse E. Canty in the How Bad Do You Want It podcast. Since 2017, SwipeFast has been helping business owners like you save up to 99% in their debit and credit card processing fees. So if you process business to business or business to consumer payments, we have solutions that will meet your needs and would love to hear from you. You can reach us at SwipeFast.com forward slash save. That's Swipe, spelled with the Y, or contact us at 1-800-597-0713. Don't forget to let us know that Jesse E. Canty sent you. Have a blessed day. Hey, this is Jesse Canty with another episode of How Bad Do You Want It? What do you do when you are going through and the weight of the world is on your shoulders and it feels like your back is about to break? When you begin to look at God and ask God to remove this weight and he says something like, no, my grace is sufficient for you. It makes you kind of look at God sideways and say, what is your plan and what are you trying to do? Well, listen, I want to talk about it on this episode. I want to title this one, Bend, But Don't Break. Let's go. Yeah, man. Man of wisdom, man of wisdom. From the pulpit to the podcast, from the pulpit to the podcast, to the podcast, yeah. Jesse Canty. Hey, 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 welcome to another episode of How Bad Do You Want It? I'm your host, Jesse Canty, man. Thank you for taking the time to tune into this podcast. I got something to say. This one ain't going to be real long, but I want to give it to you right quick. So let's pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you for this opportunity to be encouraged by your spirit, Father. Have your way, you be glorified, and let your will be edified in my life. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. Yes, listen, this is episode number 217. And again, I said I won't be long on this episode. 217. And it's entitled Bend But Don't Break. Listen here. If you got to hear a follow-up episode, go back and listen to my episode. And I hadn't listened to it in a while, but I'm reminded of my episode there, which is entitled Lord Increase My Capacity Because God Will uh, listen, let me read that. Let me read that statement before I say this. You know, we talk about God won't give you more than you're able to bear uh, 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 in life. But first Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13 and the NIV says that there is no temptation has taken has overtaken you except what is common to man. And God is faithful. He will not. Uh, he will not let you be tested beyond or tempted uh, beyond what you are able to bear. But when you are tested, he will also provide a way out so that you can escape or endure it. Well, man, that's what I'm talking about. That sometimes it seems like God will put you in something that is too big for you. I mean, you start to say, wait a minute, maybe you gave me the wrong shoe. I wear size 12 and I wear size 13. I wear size 13 and Lord, you gave me size 15. Uh, excuse me, God, there's a mistake. You hooked me up with a marriage that I can't handle and I can't deal with this. 
you gave me a child that's about to drive me crazy. Uh, excuse me, Lord. I believe there's a mistake. There is some sickness upon me that don't supposed to be happening. And I am not, I can't, I am unable to carry this or bear it. I believe you made a mistake. Now, we may have not said these words to God, but I guarantee we have felt this way because it makes us kind of wonder, wait a minute. I know you got to have faith in God. I know you got to trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not onto your own understanding and all your ways. Acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths. I know this, but what do you do when it looked like the path when you're getting dark? And the path got potholes in it, and the path looked like a dead end. And you know the Lord told you to turn down that path. I mean, I want to talk to the people who feel that you have been led by the Spirit of God <laughs> to a dead end. I mean, that happened in the Scripture. I mean, when I read the Bible, I read it a little bit different than the average person. I remember when the Bible says that the Spirit of God drove Jesus into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. And the Bible, and people keep reading the Bible and say, oh, and Jesus said this, this. I said, wait, 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 whoa, 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 whoa. Pause this thing. Why in the world would the spirit, capital S, we talking about God, not no demonic spirit, drive? I mean, he acted as a taxi cab. He acted as a modern day Uber and took Christ right into the wilderness. I got a problem with that. Why? This is what I, this is, now allow me just to act this out. Why, God, would you take me, your child, who you say you love, why would you take me to the wilderness? I mean, you know where the wilderness is. That's a place where a bunch of beasts that it's dangerous, it's dark, it's scary, and here you go, it's lonely. I mean, come on, Lord. What is it that you want to do for me? Because you're supposed to love me. And why do you got to do it in the wilderness? And the spirit of God drove his beloved son, Jesus, and to the wilderness. Let's keep going. To be tempted by the devil. Tempted, tested, devil, adversary, opponent. Why are you testing me with jokers who can't stand me? <laughs> That don't make sense, Lord. <laughs> I'm just letting y'all in on my prayer closet, man. And I'm like, God, I see you done this with Jesus. I don't understand why. What is your wisdom behind this? Daniel was thrown into the lion's den. And the Lord shut the mouths of the lion, etc., etc., etc. Wait a minute. Why did you even allow him to be thrown into the lion den? You're God. <laughs> Just like you opened up a way in, a, in, a, in, a, in the Red Sea for your children, you could have did it for Daniel. You could have pulled him. You could allow him not even to go through it. And since I brought up the Red Sea, you drove them to a dead end. I know what you did later on, but you got to sometimes slow read the Bible because we got the benefit of hindsight 2020. But what if God took you down a dead end and then tell you to keep on walking? Walk well. Let's bring it up to where you at now. Keep holding on. Holding on to what? Everything I had to hold on to have left. You took it. Now it seemed like my job was acting crazy. 
I'm lonely, frustrated, been this way for a little bit. What are you trying to do? Now, maybe that ain't you. Maybe Jesse E. Canty is the only one that ever went through some things where I didn't say it publicly. I dare not preach this this way to the people, but I doggone sure prayed to God and says, I don't know what you up to. And I feel you trying to drive me to suicide. And I don't say that lightly because that's something there. Are you trying to trick off me to give up God? My mama told me when I was little, when she said, listen, when you come to God, Jesse, you can tell it like a T.I. is. You can open up your heart and speak to God. Uh, uh, and, and then, But the only thing about it is once you open up your heart and speak to God, wait and let the Lord allow him to speak back to you. And he'll give you his word and he'll give you strength and he'll give you his wisdom. And then when he give it to you, it's almost like a Baca said, I will stand on this, this rampart and I will allow you to, or I believe it was a Baca or either Job one. He said, I will hear what you have to say when you correct me. I know I'm wrong, but let me just tell you how I feel. <laughs> That's how I talk to God. Well, the Lord will come back and say to you, nah, I ain't trying to kill you. I know we feel like it. Nah. I ain't trying to ruin your whole life. That's the same way my son Jesus felt when he had to endure some nails coming through his hands and feet. When he had to endure all of that whipping and over 70 people slapped him, slapped his face so many times that when he hit at the when they when it was finished slapping his face, his jaw had swollen so much that when he said Eli Eli Lama Sabatane. He spoke it in their language, but they thought he was calling for Elijah. That means his words were slurry because his face was swollen from being slapped. Have you ever experienced an after effect of what God put you through? I mean, have you ever went through whether it's a fallout or divorce or, 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 or you've lost your best friend or whatever the situation is and all of a sudden people misunderstood you? They thought Jesus was calling for Elijah. Have you ever been in a situation where it felt like you was at your wit's end and then the people who was around you misunderstood you? Ain't nothing like being misunderstood. Because when, when you've been misunderstood, all of a sudden you are misjudged. I hope that's a word, <laughs> but you know what I mean. You Now you're being judged incorrectly. Now people are assuming the worst about you when they don't even know your heart. You don't know my heart. You may not know my heart, but doggone it. Can you look at me and, and comprehend my tears? Come on, have you ever looked at people and said, wait a minute, you keep coming at me like I put myself in this or I want to be in this situation. And you, you or maybe you're looking at your kids who keep breaking your heart. If you don't have any mindset to do better, can you see the tears that you're causing me? And at some point in time, you started to go to God and say, listen, people ain't lighting up, ain't lightening up on me. The situation ain't changing. And it don't seem like you're going to change it no time soon. So God, what are you wanting from me? What is you wanting from me? And then the Lord say something to you like he said to Apostle Paul. Now, I'm not going to remove the storm from your side. 
But I tell you what I will do. I give you just like a businessman. God came and just told him how the deal is going to go. I'll give you grace. It'll be enough for you to make it through. <laughs> Come on, somebody. I mean, God said, I will give you the grace. In other words, I will increase your capacity to carry what I have placed on you. Can I talk real? God sometimes will not remove <clears throat> the weight that is on you, but he will give you the capacity to carry it. I mean, when you're asking God for his wisdom, and why are you allowing me to go through what I'm going through? And are you asking him to remove it? And he says, I'm not going to remove it. I got it there for a reason. And instead of you complaining about me putting it on you, why don't you ask me for wisdom or why is there and ask me to increase your ability to carry it? When it talks about increasing your capacity, I know this is not the episode, but I got to give you this definition now. I want you, Lord, this is what you said, to increase my mental and physical ability to endure anything that will not easily change. Don't let it change me. And the Lord will say, I will not allow it or anything to be more than you're able to bear, than you're able to hold up. I know you don't feel like it. I know you're wondering what's going on, but everything that you're carrying, it was never designed to break you. But it was designed to bend you. It was designed to make you more flexible. No, 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 no. I agree. There is no temptation. There is no test that have came upon you that you, uh, uh, that will not overtake you because you are able to bear it. I will make sure of that. But I am here to bend you. He will not allow you to be broken, but his plan requires you to be bent. What do you mean, Jesse? <clears throat> Won't God carry you through the storm? Isaiah 43 and 2. Yep. But sometimes you come out of that storm drenched. Look at Jesus and what he did on the cross. Let's go back to Jesus and, and tell me that the Lord did not. He never gave Christ anything that broke him. But you can't tell me Jesus didn't come out with bruises. He bent. He was bent, but he was not broken. Everything comes to us that belongs to us if we create the capacity to receive it. If you are not able to receive you don't have the capacity, <clears throat> excuse me, to receive what you're asking God for. Guess what? It won't come to you. I'm going to say it again. Everything comes to us that belongs to us 
if you create the capacity to receive it. So what am I saying? God is allowing you to go through this extra weight, this heavy burden to create or increase the capacity to receive what you're asking him for or to receive increase or to receive more. You got to be like a bamboo tree, bend with the wind. But doggone, you better not break. I know you whining and frankly, some of the people around you, I'm going to tell them what they ain't told you. Some of your homegirls and your homeboys is telling you, want to tell you, man, you've been talking about this all week. It's Friday. Can you shut up about what you're going through? We all going through. (laughs) Allow the thing to bend you. A bamboo tree can have the ability to be bent. But don't break. See, God is trying to make you flexible. Did you hear what I said? He's trying to make you flexible. Ah, That means he wants to bring you to a place where you're able to yield to him. I mean, you have the capacity to adapt to new to adapt to something different. He can put you in a place of change without you losing your mind, or he can put you in a place of change without you changing, without you flipping. See, the stiffest tree is most easily cracked, but that bamboo survives by Bending in the wind. In other words, you got to roll with the punches sometime. Instead of trying to find an exit to jump out of and then open your parachute and say, bump this, I'm done. I flunked this test. Nah, you ain't ready to receive increase. Your capacity too small. You walking around with a shot glass and asking God to give you a gallon blessing. Come on now. He's trying to increase your ability to carry more. And I can't increase your ability to carry more if you can't endure the weight of more. See, I'm going through therapy right now on my shoulder and I love it because when I was 23, I had therapy on my uh, uh, my knee when I had my, I told my ACL and the second time they came out to my house, I threw the therapy people out and never did therapy anymore. Why did I do that at a young age, young and dumb? Because they hurted me. <laughs> they put pain on my knee. Asked me to stretch and bend my knee when I just was out of surgery not too long. I could not bend my knee. I was afraid that those stitches would pop and you asking me to bend it a little bit. I got angry and I threw them out my house. I said, let the doorknob hit you. I did. I threw them out my house. They never came back. I wasn't going to let them back in. Fast forward 20 years, 23 years later. I can't bend this knee much at all. I can't run on this knee. It never fully recovered because I did not allow the people who were sent to push me and make me uncomfortable. And yes, put a little pain on me. I did not allow 
what they had to bring to me, their plan, I didn't allow it to work because I broke under that pressure. But now when I do therapy on the shoulder, I'm looking forward to these days I'm going and I'm working hard in that because now maturity have given me the understanding that you are causing me some pain. I went yesterday. You causing me some pain and I'm going to be sore the next day. But a couple of days after the soreness, I feel like getting a little stronger. I think I heard somebody say no pain. No gain. God is trying to make you flexible. That's the problem. It's too many of us, and I'm about done right now. It's too many of us who've been in this way for a long time. You saved, sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost, been running for Jesus for a mighty long time, and you are too stiff. You're not flexible. God can only use you in one dimension. This is why, man, there's a lot of stuff pertaining to the church that 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 rubs me the wrong way because we have become creatures of habit. Church has to be a certain way. The preacher got to preach a certain way and it follows us right outside that church. God got to move a certain way. When he blessed me, it got to be a check. When he going to do this, he got to be the way I said it to be. I mean, we are too stiff instead of being flexible and allowing God to put us in uncomfortable positions, trusting that father knows best. And at the end, when you come out of this thing, everything you did won't, but you trusted him is going to come to you. Let me say this thing again. Everything comes to you that belongs to you. If you can create the capacity to receive it, read that backwards. If you do not increase the capacity to receive more, you won't get more. If you can't be flexible in life, you become irritable with life. You're fighting against what God is trying to do. He's trying to get you to bend. But you won't do it. And let me tell you something about that. It's better to bend than it is to be broken. See, you got to be flexible because it's better to be molded by God than it is to be broken by God. That's the real deal right there. Don't tell me God won't break you. Be willing to change because your life was never meant to be the same. Maybe right now you're at an intersection. You keep trying, and the Lord has told you to turn a right turn, but you want to stay on the path that you've been on because it's comfortable. <laughs> God don't care nothing about your comfortability. Let's say that again. Please, somebody in the back, tell the truth and shout amen to me. God don't really care about you being comfortable. Let me tell you something. Comfortable, a lot of times, kills. It lulls you into sleep. Comfortability doesn't challenge you to grow. If you're in the, on the couch sitting down resting and you're comfortable, nothing in you say get up. And, 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 and the comfortability does not make you want to cut grass. The comfortability does not make you want to go work out. Comfortable kills. So nothing about God want to make you comfortable. He wants to bend you. 
I'm going to tell the truth, man, because I ain't trying to get you offered. He's going to bend you, but you can't donate the cash out. <laughs> He's trying to bend you, man. Blessed are the flexible, for they would not be bent out of shape. Because <laughs> you're flexible. Either if you're, that's wisdom. Let me say something on that. If you are flexible, then God ain't got to bend you. Because you know how to bend with the wind. The wind is the spirit of God. See, stay committed. Stay, 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 stay committed to your, your decisions, your, 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 your determination and your, your, your dreams. Stay committed to all of that. But you're, you got to stay flexible in your approach to it. God has said he going to do it and don't tell me that I got to change. No, I'm not telling you to change, but allow your approach to stay flexible. You don't know how he's going to do it. Always Brian Tracy say, be clear about your goal, but be flexible about the process of achieving that goal. Because you don't know. Maybe the thing you're running from could be the thing God is trying to take you to. Maybe the thing you keep saying no to is the thing that God wants you to say yes to. Let me let that sit there while I drink me some. Hold on. Did you get it? (laughs) Did you hear the Lord tell you, you've been complaining and calling everything the devil. And if Satan got any part in this, he's on your side telling you, yeah, You ain't got to take this, keep praying and decreeing and rebuking the devil because this is me. And it ain't the devil sometimes. Sometimes it's the wind, the spirit of God that's trying to bend you. But it never, never have a plan to break you. Only to the point where you're too stiff to flow with the spirit of God. When you're praying to God, you're praying in part. You don't know what way he's going to approach it. So be flexible and let him have his way. I hope you got this. Know I love you. Be blessed. Hey, this is Jesse Canton, man. I wanted to just say before you listen to this podcast, thank you for taking the time to download this podcast. Listen, I need your help. If this podcast have ever been a blessing to you, drop me an email. Let me know. Give me some feedback. This podcast is heard in over 59, over 60 countries and over 860 cities. Drop me an email at Jesse Canty, J-E-S-S-E-C-A-N-T-Y podcast at yahoo.com. I want you to let me know how it's been a blessing to you. Maybe you want to donate. If you've been blessed by this thing, you can donate at uh, Jesse E. Canty on Cash App or even Zell me or at least pray for me. Do something to help a brother out. I want to tell you thank you again and I hope this episode bless you.